Do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. A glorious 15th Sunday after Trinity to all of you and a radiant rally day. Our Sunday school classrooms are open once more after summer break. Our little ones will begin again to learn about our Savior Jesus. And we also have an opportunity to meet for a wonderful fellowship lunch as well. What blessings our God has given to us this day. And among these blessings are the words of our Savior Jesus. Do not be anxious about your life. Countercultural words indeed. Because it's almost as if the world these days is designed to keep us in a perpetual state of anxiety, worry, and fear. It's almost as though media want us in a constant state of anxiety so that we'll keep tuning in. It's almost as if companies want us in a constant state of anxiety so that we'll keep purchasing their products. It's almost as if government want us in a constant state of anxiety so that we'll comply with whatever we're told. Indeed, it's almost as if many churches want to keep Christians in a state of constant anxiety so that you will keep coming. Anxiety over the end times, as if you're going to miss them when they arrive. <laughs> Anxiety over discerning God's will, as if God has a secret plan for your life, and if you don't discover it, you're going to miss out on all his blessings. Anxiety over your less than perfect marriage, as if there ever was a perfect marriage. It's no wonder that these anxieties even invade our homes. Instead of a living room, it becomes a situation room as the arguing heads invade through our screens. Instead of oases of peace, our own homes can become places of anxiety, worry, and fear. And so our Lord's words hit us like a gentle rain in a California drought. Do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? So the title for this homily is simply, Do Not Be Anxious. Interestingly, our teacher himself points us to nature, to our Heavenly Father's glorious creation and his ongoing provision within it. Look at the birds of the air, our Lord says. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into 401ks, and yet your Heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? Let me repeat that last part. 
Which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? If anything, we recognize that anxiety is unhealthy and likely to shorten our lives. But of course, the deeper truth is precisely that our lives aren't in our hands at all. One of our dear members who has since gone to glory lived well into her 90s, and I asked her one day what she thought the secret of her longevity was. She said with a twinkle in her eye, Pastor, I never miss my nightly glass of wine. We're not nearly as in control of the span of our lives as we might like to think. And our Lord reminds us of this. In fact, it's a comfort. Our hands, our lives are already in the hands of our gracious Father. All we need to do is consider the birds of the air to see that God is benevolent and merciful. If the labor of our hands is prosperous, it's because God grants it. If the fields that the farmers work are fruitful, it's because God grants it. If you can go to Costco and buy a 50-pound vat of pretzels, it's because God grants it. Every meal that we receive is a gracious gift from our Heavenly Father. And even though it is true that we have indeed offended Him with our sins and grieved Him with our own selfishness, even still, he opens his hand and satisfies the desires of every living thing. Is not your life more than food? Is not your life more than laboring to fill up your quote-unquote barn? Is not your life hidden in God? And likewise, why are you anxious about clothing? Our Lord asks. Once again, he directs our attention to nature and to our Heavenly Father's glorious creation and ongoing provision. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed as one of these. And if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, Will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? What is the ultimate source of anxiety? And Jesus has just diagnosed it perfectly. Lack of faith. Distrust of God. And now we are poised to see more clearly that behind all the anxiety caused in us by media, corporations, government, even churches, behind all of the anxiety is the evil one. The opposite of faith is anxiety, worry, and fear. We do not by nature trust in our Heavenly Father. We do not by nature trust that He is in fact good. We do not by nature trust that He will provide all that we need for this body and life and infinitely more. O oh, we of little faith. Having proven to us by creation itself that our Heavenly Father is good, that God is 
gracious. Our Lord Jesus says, therefore, do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles, and here our Lord means the unbelievers, the Gentiles, the unbelievers, seek after these things. But your heavenly Father already knows that you have need of them. Therefore, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What is this kingdom, this reign of God? Very simply, it is Christ Jesus who reigns from the cross, crowned with thorns, with a sign above his head that reads, King of the Jews. It is Christ Jesus, also risen from the dead, ascended into heaven and enthroned there, reigning over all things for our good and for the good of all who love him. And of course, we love him because he first loved us. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What is this righteousness of his? Indeed, it is the very blood that flows from his wounds, cleansing us of all our sins. It is the blood that this very day he pours out into the chalice and from the chalice to our lips for the forgiveness of our sins that his life would become our life. His faithfulness, our faithfulness, his obedience, our obedience, his righteousness, our righteousness. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Is not Jesus the one who is himself life? Is not the body for the Lord and the Lord for the body? How then can we be anxious about anything when God through his Son gives us everything? Thus the words of Jesus. Do not be anxious about your life. So let me pose this question to you. If indeed life is more than food and drink, if indeed the body is more than clothing, would it not also be true that life is more than a vaccine and the body is more than a mask? One thing is absolutely certain, and that is that we Christians don't, as Paul says, quarrel over opinions. We don't make laws where God has not made laws. We do not judge where God has not judged. We do not condemn where God has not condemned. So to put it very plainly, whether you get vaccinated or not, that's your business. And whatever you decide, don't judge your brother who might decide otherwise. Whether you wear a mask or not, that's your business too. And again, you must not judge your brother if he chooses differently. Why do you pass judgment on your brother? 
St. Paul asks. Or you, why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. Is not life more than a vaccine? Vaccinated or not, we Christians know that the only true vaccine that will protect us from all evil is that which the Church Fathers called the medicine of immortality. What you receive this day in the chalice will protect you from all evil, in sickness or in health, in life or in death. You will be protected from all evil. The body and blood of Jesus is not only our life here and now, it is our eternal life. Is not the body more than a mask? Indeed, masked or not, we Christians know that the only clothing that will truly save us and our neighbors is the robe of Christ's righteousness that covers all our sins. For as many of you as were baptized, St. Paul writes, have put on Christ. More than Solomon in all his glory, more even than the lilies of the field, we have been clothed with the glory of our Savior Jesus. Of what value, then, is your life? Of what value is your body? If you look to the cross of Jesus and to the resurrection of Jesus, you will have your heavenly Father's answer. He died for you, and he rose for you too. Therefore, do not be anxious. Do not be anxious about your life, for Jesus is your life. Do not be anxious about what you will eat or drink. Jesus has set before you the bread of immortality and the wine of everlasting life. Do not be anxious about your body, for Jesus will raise and restore your body on the last day. Do not be anxious about what you will wear. Jesus has already clothed you with the robe of his perfect righteousness. Do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow and the next day and the full span of life is already in God's good and gracious hands. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first his righteousness. For Jesus reigns, and his righteousness is freely given to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.